Welcome to the Dope CFO Podcast, where you can find the best information for accountants and bookkeepers that want to start and grow a highly profitable and flexible remote cannabis accounting firm. With your hosts, Naomi Granger and Andrew Hunziker. Now that's dope. Hey everybody, this is Andrew Hunziker, CPA, also CFO, founder of Dope CFO as well. Um, quick about my background, I've been a CPA for over 25 years, was at a big four, um, including PricewaterhouseCoopers. I won the gold medal award for the highest score on the CPA exam, as well as was runner up for the Portland, Oregon Business Journal CFO of Year Award in 2017. And I was the first ever cannabis CFO to be nominated. Done lots of startup work as well um, and love um, teaching all of our community. We have now over 500 people in all 50 states in our dope CFO program. All right. Um, hello, everybody. It's Andrew Hensicker, CPA with Dope CFO, and today we're going to look at the PBC list and kind of what is it, what is it, why it's important, why it's important to clients, and just kind of run through it. We're also going to give our cleanup guide, which goes with the um, nicely with the PBC list because you will have a lot of trouble doing cleanup if you don't have a PBC list. Um, so first off. Let's just jump into what exactly it is. And I've got mine open here. So PBC means prepared by client. That was kind of a nickname when I worked in Big Four. I think it's been used for decades. And so whenever you know, we would go in for an audit of a company, we'd have a long, long list of things we wanted before we could even get started. And so we use this to get started on a new client and it's super important um, for many reasons. So first off, accounting, we're, we are recording transactions and events, and so if we don't have the correct information and data and documents um, in our files, we can't really do accounting correctly. And so some accountants and bookkeepers, I've found, just will jump in and start accounting for transactions. Maybe there's an invoice, but they don't have the key kind of more permanent documents. So there's, when I think about PVC, there's, it's an ongoing thing forever with the client. So the big thing we're doing initially, when we're onboarding a client, we want to get what I call permanent files, um, and we'll get those up to date. Those are things that rarely, if ever, change um, or change just occasionally. So a good example are organization docs like the actual LLC or C-Corp documents to form the company. Or maybe they have a 20-year lease on their building. That's a very important document. Um, now, just because it's permanent doesn't mean it won't ever change. Another example is a debt agreement. You could have an amendment to a debt agreement or a new debt agreement, or the lease could change or be amended, or you maybe it expires and you need to get a new lease agreement. Um, or even the organizational documents can be amended. So those will occasionally change. We just need to make sure that we're on top of getting them up front and then once they um, change as well temporary files are what we're going to get every single month we're going to collect and upload as well which includes um, i'll go through that in a minute so so again why this is super important to you as an accountant first off generally with new clients we're doing cleanup work because i think you'll find nine times out of ten 
the books are not in order. That's oftentimes why they're hiring us as a new accountant. Um, they've even figured out our books aren't in order. Maybe they needed a loan or they had an audit or the IRS showed up or they needed to raise capital and they realized um, their documents weren't up to snuff. And so you come in and so it's very, very important both to do the cleanup correctly and then to do the ongoing accounting correctly. Because again, if you don't have the correct documents, so for example, if you don't have the lease agreement, you're not gonna be able to record rent expense correctly every month. Um, and you're not gonna know, you're not gonna know what accruals to make and maybe there's, there's other things mentioned in the lease that they owe later, not just the rent check. And so you wanna make sure you read through these documents as you get them. Um, let me um, walk through kind of what, what I like to get on the permanent files. Um, let me see, so, so day one, we're gonna jump in, we're gonna give them this big list, we're gonna do it in some kind of share file. Um, so as they add something, they can check, I uploaded that or whatever, and then we'll check off, we got it. Sometimes they'll give us something and we'll find out it's not executed, so I see this all the time. They'll have a LLC agreement that needs to be signed by three people, and they'll give you the one that they've got signed by two people. Um, so we wanna make sure we get fully executed final documents um, when we get things. And so in the permanent files as it relates to cannabis, we're gonna get, there's lots and lots of software and apps in cannabis, so we wanna know what, what the software our clients are using, what apps they're using, what are they using for payroll, CRM, POS, etc. We wanna know what merchant services they're using, um, liable to be a, a lot of different companies there because there's many cannabis merchant services since the big ones aren't doing it. Same on POS system, could be Greenbits or Flowhub or many others. We also wanna know what state seed to sale system they have, is it metric or biotrack, um, and get, and we want access as well to the software that we need access to. Oftentimes they can just make you a user where you can log in and download reports or whatever you need. Um, then we'll, we'll go down through, basically we start at the balance sheet at the top, cash, then AR, inventory, and we'll go through and get everything we need. Like with cash, we wanna get all of our banking relationships, bank accounts, um, bank statements for each financial institution for the prior year and the, the cleanup date, depending where we are. If we're doing, say, a cleanup, we're in 2020, um, we're gonna do a cleanup date at June 30th of 2020, but we're also gonna, do a little mini cleanup of 2019. So we're gonna make sure we have things tied out, bank recs and bank statements at 12:31:19 and also June 30th. And then as we go forward, we'll be collecting that every month with our, our monthly um, accounting policy or um, procedures. Inventory, we wanna make sure we get counts um, at whatever key dates like 12:31:2019 um, and also June 30th. Um, counts are our best evidence, both for accuracy and existence for inventory, so we wanna make sure they do those. Fixed assets, we wanna make sure we have a good um, listing of all the assets, acquisition date, useful life, purchase price. Also, normally fixed assets are high dollar. We wanna make sure we have invoices for those, even if they were bought uh, several years ago, um, just to see that those were recorded right. 
Intercompany is another big one, and related party intercompany transactions are between a parent and a subsidiary, um, and also related parties are maybe a parent and a sister company. Maybe there's there's um, common ownership between those two companies. We want to make sure these balances are on a good schedule and they net out to zero at all times. Oftentimes they won't because the accounting's done wrong, so we need to make sure we have that. Um, we're going to get accounts receivable and accounts payable listing um, and aging schedules. We want to make sure we have all the leases that they have. Um, when we go through leases and debts and credit cards, we're actually going to have them before we get started confirm in writing that the CEO will write, hey, here's all of our debt, leases, credit cards, and we've given you all these, you have access. There are no other debts that are not disclosed to you. You want to make sure you get that. Otherwise, eight months into the engagement, Sally will show up that's a cousin of somebody and say, hey, I lent them 10 grand. It should be on the books. You don't want those surprises. Same on your equity section. You really want to have a capitalization table that shows where all the equity came from, which date it came in. Is it common stock preferred? Is it LLC interest? What is it? Um, what was paid for? And make sure the equity, the amounts recorded in equity, equity which are not very often recorded there, are correct. Um, we're also going to get prior year tax returns. We can look at that. We can look at the Schedule L to compare the balance sheet um, to the and the difference was between the balance sheet per books and per tax return. Make sure those look right. Um, also, what who's the payroll provider? Look at their um, prior year um, and cleanup date 941 reports. Also, legal, all contracts, which could be customers, vendors, investors, shareholder agreements, LLC agreements, bylaws, minutes, employment agreements, org chart. I like to get all this stuff. Many times, whether it's a, a stock option agreement or a board minute or something other, it will have things that need to be recorded in the financial statement. So if you don't have that stuff, you're not going to know how to record it, meaning the books are going to be wrong. Um, so you want to make sure you have that stuff and it's recorded correctly. Same also insurance policies. You want to know when the renewal date. You want to make sure the prepaid balance is recorded correctly. And we have lots of policies, maybe workers' comp, health, property, liability, um, product insurance. We also want to get contact info for if they have, say, a tax CPA or a um, bookkeeper or whoever they don't don't have or have and use that that is not you get that contact info same on attorneys that's good to have if you need to reach out with a question um, also in cannabis we need lots of compliance docs we want to make sure if there's an HR manual we have it and um, training documents are there any standard op operating procedures and um, we can build those up into our files their state cannabis license um, HR provider if they have one as well. So that's all the permanent stuff to get started. Um, once we get started every month, there's going to be recurring items that they're going to know they need to get up to you by, I think, the seventh or eighth day after the month. And that's going to include bank statements, bank recs, credit card statements, invoices, receipts, scanned, new contracts or leases, new debt or equity or amendments, all checks written, payroll reports, new acquisitions or unusual items, and then any counts of inventory and whatnot. Um, so we're going to get that every single month um, so that we can update the books 
and do all of our accounting and build out their permanent audit trail. Um, so very, very important. Make sure you get this stuff. One question I get a lot, can you start before you get all this? Because invariably, it will take them a fair amount of time to get you all this stuff. You can get started. I like to get most of it if possible. And um, at first, we're going to meet every three or four days. We, we put an owner. So if the business owners appear, we say, who is, is in charge of getting this stuff? Fred, Joe, Sally, whoever it is that they're important the business owner has let them or have a meeting together and the business owner lets them know look this is super important you need to focus on this step one to get them what they need this isn't something that we do over the next three months it needs to be and and then you quickly find out where are the holes where are the missing items what's missing and then you can figure out okay can we get started can we start building some of our internal controls um, can we start on some cleanup from the prior stuff um, but i would prefer to have most of it before i get started and sometimes it's so bad you never get started and you don't want to waste your time so we'll have a, a fee initially just to get this set up and get the process going that's non-refundable um, but if we get in and this happened to us with a client 60 days and they just keep giving excuses for why they can't get any key documents we might have to disengage say we cannot do accounting without key documents if you don't have them you'll have to go hire somebody else um, around that that um, issue I use the our marketing system and um, fee structure for how we are going to actually more easily get stuff so on day one I mean back to my very first phone call with a business owner I let them know I we do accounting and tax we don't ask them how to do it or what they need we do it right um, and by doing it right we're gonna build them a world-class set of books with a built-in audit trail they're gonna have more cash in their pocket they're gonna have better taxes lower taxes um, more value at exit so that's what we give to them but it's non-negotiable what we need to do that job right and we're gonna charge them a lot of money for it so because we're charging them a lot of money to do this right at a, what we call a world-class level, um, they, the more they pay us, the more incentive they have to comply and get this up to speed. Generally, they've already realized having crappy books hurts them with auditors or lenders or whoever, and so they're on board already. But once they put their paycheck down, it's like we get a big retainer. Our cleanup rates are pretty high because we don't know how long it will take going backwards. But they're being billed every month along the way. So if we start in August and our fee is five grand a month and it takes 90 days to do cleanup, they're paying us five grand for August, September, October, even though we may not even be doing that till um, December. And so they're paying that plus they're paying high cleanup fees every month on top of that. And so this gives them incentive the owner has buy-in at the top they're putting pressure on whoever needs to be getting us what we need um, now if you're if you don't get this buy-in at first if you kind of let the owner treat you like an employee and they're not paying you very much and um, you let them kind of be that that boss type person then you're going to be in for a headache um, from day one and so this is very very important on how we set this up now another part of that buy-in with the client is we sell um we sell the owner not just 
on why these world-class books are going to be valuable to you um, just getting this PBC list is hugely valuable to the client because more often than not and I'd say just I've been doing this for 20 years and basically have never seen someone that has their stuff in order so I call this kind of organizing the closet the PBC list setting up what we call perpetual data room which is a cloud-based we have access to it they have access to it so they're not emailing this stuff they're uploading this to their own files that we are then organizing them for them and so imagine you hire a closet organizer to come into your house and organize your closets that's what we're doing it's at their house it's at your house we're organizing their stuff in their house where we leave it for them to do better so anyone with organization skills can do this but once you do it you're going to be adding value so for one it's going to be accessible and usable so if they need it for a loan or an investor or their board or whoever or just to run the company it's accessible secondly as you do this you're invariably going to find a lot of errors you're going to find a lease or a note payable to someone's cousin who wasn't it wasn't signed or whatever you're going to find those and you're going to say hey this isn't right we need to fix this or something's missing we need to go back and find where we can get source document so we're going to put their initial permanent files in order and we're going to make sure they're they're fixed and accurate and just having that alone not only enables us to come and do the counting it immediately gives that client something that's value to them that they can go out and use thanks for listening for more information on our program what we're all about make sure you go over and visit us at dopecfo.com for more tips industry news um, updates you can also follow us on social media twitter facebook linkedin and instagram we have a dope cfo facebook group where i also host Facebook lives every single Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific. Um, we bring a wealth of knowledge about the cannabis and hemp CBD industries to these lives. Uh, make sure you come with questions as well, because every live ends with a Q&A, and usually we have a giveaway as well. Um, this Facebook group is also full of marketers, attorneys, other accountants, bookkeepers who can support you and answer your questions. Um, and also you may want to subscribe to our podcast. Um, and finally, don't forget to be dope.